0: Who's on the tracks next? Not half fast life. Hello, hello, everybody. It's Ronnie B, Pro17 Thoughtcast Live. This is also on Instagram Live. Uh, everybody that's watching Cali Conservative, listening on audio only, thank you very much. If you're watching on Instagram and you want to see some of the videos that I'm going to be putting up, Make sure that you check the link in the bio and go over to YouTube or CloudHub or any other uh, apps that are on there that will actually be showing some of the video. But if you want to kick it right here and uh, watch the live on Instagram, you're more than welcome to. Appreciate it. Please uh, give it a like and let everybody know what's cracking. I hope everybody had a great day. Today I'm doing this live a little bit late. Um, had a lot of stuff to do today. And plus we had to watch uh, the new Euphoria with the wifey. I don't know if anybody has seen that. Uh, pretty hardcore man pretty raw you know it makes me kind of nervous about you know these kids nowadays watching that uh you know kind of situation and it, it honestly it sheds a lot of light on American society right now it sheds a lot of light on these kids right now that are struggling out here you know so uh even though I joke a lot on the clown world videos and stuff like that. I feel like, you know, this is a good opportunity after watching Euphoria season 2 episode 1 to say, man, I know they have it rough, but but uh you can do anything through Christ. These shows on HBO obviously aren't going to touch on that aspect, how you can change things. Uh also not having a lot of fathers in the, in any of these movies besides being the, the degenerate ones and stuff like that but I'm getting too far off topic but I'm glad everybody's doing okay. I wanted to today talk about the future of America. So that's why I titled this America's Future. And um it was really interesting the last couple of days what's been going on in the media and with the presidency and stuff like that. You know, ironically or simultaneously, you had the speech in Georgia regarding the voting rights which Joe Biden and Kamala Harris went to, you know, talk about the Jim Crow 2.0 voting rights, or whatever, and on the same day, I believe you had Ron DeSantis giving the state of the state of Florida. Okay, so I watched both of those um, broadcasts, I guess, and it's just really interesting to see the difference in leadership styles. It's re- it's really interesting to see the difference in the party's policies and uh, just the different in messaging and the deceit involved. Uh, which you can really feel right through the screen as you're watching it, okay? Unless again, you're one of these low-information type people that aren't really paying attention to the facts and and all that kind of stuff. So, I just wanted to say that you know Joe Biden. If you haven't found out as of uh, yesterday, there's a quininiac poll. I never can get that college right. <laughs> uh, that says that Biden's approval rating dipped from 38 percent down to 33 percent. I want to read a little bit of that. And uh, again, I have a hard time even believing there are 33% of the United States actually approve of Joe Biden. So I want to get into a little bit of the article here. And then uh, I got some videos and stuff that I wanted to play in regard to that just to give my opinion on Joe Biden and the ridiculous speech that he made um, the other day in regard to the whack, uh quote unquote, voter suppression laws in Georgia, which we all know is a bunch of bull crap. But I'm going to get in depth on that. Because um, a lot of people need to know this. And I think a lot of people really do know that it's fake. But again, it's the low information youngsters and a lot of minorities that have just been told that I must vote Democrat left. And if I don't do that, then that means I'm a racist or I'm Uncle Tom and all that kind of stuff. But they need to get off of that Democrat mental plantation and uh, get with the real. But again, thanks anybody that's watching. And if you're watching this on replay, make sure to like this video and share it. So I want to read this article real quick from the Daily Wire. The Biden approval rating crashes, dips towards the 20s of the mainstream poll. Okay. So Biden's approval rating in the left of center mainstream poll created crater to 33% on Wednesday as Americans grapple with skyrocketing inflation, supply chain issues, a pandemic that Biden has failed to stop, and numerous additional crises. Quote, Americans give President Joe Biden a negative 33 to 53 percent job approval rating, while 13 percent did not offer an opinion. Uh, Quinnipiac University reported. Man, I can never say that right. Uh, Americans gave Biden a negative 36 to 53 percent job approval rating, with 10 percent not offering an option. So, uh, his approval rating from the Democrats sank by double digits from 87 percent in November to 75 percent in the new poll. Now, Listen, if, even if you're a Democrat, I could understand that you want to be loyal to your party, man. But but who would say that there's 75% that would still <laughs> approve of the job that this man is doing? Have you guys not went outside and bought milk or went and put gas in your tank or tried to buy Christmas presents or watched the whole debacle in Afghanistan? I mean... Not to mention him stumbling and bumbling around the stage. Y'all didn't see that? Y'all, y'all don't notice that? Okay, so 75% is kind of ridiculous. And again, these are these people that are like never Trumpers, They'll just never, ever be Republican. They're going to always vote blue, down the ticket, no matter what. They don't care who it is. You know what I mean? It could be Adolf himself, but if he's running as a Democrat, they're not going to vote for Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis if they're running as a Republican. You know, and it's unfortunately the partisanship that just goes along with these people just because they've been so brainwashed to say that, hey, I'm a Democrat no matter what. I got to vote for a Democrat, even though you know their policies are garbage. Okay, they only run on emotion. They're only running on, you know, uh, uh, the victimhood narrative, like what I'm about to get into right now with Joe Biden. So let's get into uh, some videos with Joe Biden and stuff like that, talking about what happened in the voter speech in regard to the Georgia thing, which, by the way, Stacey Abrams didn't even have – the uh, the fortitude or uh, gall to even show up to in her own state. And now this is something that she was supposed to be uh, supporting or the forefront of, if I'm not mistaken, right? Stacey Adams was supposed to be the one that is in charge of uh, uh, the whole Georgia state, quote-unquote, voter suppression uh, uh, suppression and the oppression of black people and minorities in voting in the state. She didn't even show up when the president and vice president come to the state. So there's obviously some tension going on in the Democrat Party. We already know this. There's a lot of... Um, Battling going back and forth between the progressives and the so-called moderates, which I don't even really believe there are any moderates. I guess what Mansion and Cinema might be considered moderates. But I just think they're just doing it uh, and, and, and because of the states that they live in, you know, that they can't really go too far to the to the left because they'll get ousted out when it's time for election. But I digress. So let's check this out real quick.
1: So wait, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black.
0: Okay, I had to get you with that one. It's <laughs> my favorite. You know, Joe Biden, if you ain't voting for me, then you ain't black. This is supposed to be from the guy that said in the voter speech about uh, Jim Crow 2.0 and segregation, and he called his own American people domestic terrorists, okay? So let's listen to a little snippet that I picked out from Joe Biden talking about the filibuster. And... uh <laughs> I'll get into it right after I show this video. Check it out.
1: I believe the threat to our democracy is so grave that we must find a way to pass these voting rights bills. Debate them, vote, let the majority prevail. And if that bare minimum is blocked, we have no option but to change the Senate rules, including getting rid of the filibuster for this. today i'm making it clear to protect our democracy i support changing the senate rules whichever way they need to be changed to prevent a minority of senators from blocking action on voting rights
0: now (laughs) these people on the left are extremely evil because look I had a video up the other day where I talked about Chuck Schumer and him saying the same thing. You see, they're crying like a little baby that's like they want to take their ball and go home. So all of a sudden now their policies are garbage and their legislation is garbage. And so now they understand that the only way they can ever hold on to this power is if they have to stop the filibuster and they want to go in there and try to change these laws because the only way they're going to be able to get their way and stay in power is if they change the laws. Now, the filibuster is something that they want to claim that the Republican Party uh, is using to oppress people. And this is the messaging that's going out across all these – these lame news networks and all that kind of stuff. But the reality is in two thousand five Truck Schumer used it. And if you want to go back and look at all the civil rights acts all the way back from the sixties, uh all the way through the twenties and eighteen hundreds, okay, the Democrat Party was against civil rights all the way back from slavery. Get your history. Get your knowledge of people. Okay. And they used the filibuster, you know, hundreds and hundreds of times all right. So so they need to stop with the with the lying about it. OK, and what, and what's really just frustrating. If you go back and watch the whole speech from Biden, he just really is dividing the country. He was supposed to be the one that was all about unity. Remember that? He ran on unity. Uh, we got to get together. There is no red and blue. And remember they were trying to ask him questions about, are you going to pack the court? Are you going to abolish the filibuster? He never wanted to give an answer. You know, he just went to his basement and hid out. In the campaign and and, then that somehow got him elected because there's all these sheep out here that, you know, voted against Trump because I don't really think there are people that vote for Biden, which is the reason why I can't understand how you have a 75 percent approval rating from the Democrats for this guy. Okay, I'm a realist. You know, if it's Trump or Ron DeSantis in office, I don't care if they're a Republican or not. I care if your policy is on point and I care if that when you get in the office, you're going to do what you say you were going to do. You're going to do what you were elected to do by the people. Now, the minute you step out of line, I'm going to be the first one to tell you that you ain't doing a good job. But again, these people on the left are very, very uh, loyal. Like I said before, they're like a gang and they rep the gang to the finest. They stick together. Their messaging is always together. Their talking points are always together. and uh, uh, But they're very vicious and they're also very evil because they are deceiving people with this with these voting right laws. Now, um, I want to play a video that I got a little bit of Mitch McConnell. And again, speaking of what I just said about not really being loyal to a party and being loyal to policy, uh, we know that Mitch McConnell is a you know establishment, rhino, old school Republican. You know, we understand that. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be the first one to admit that I'm not a particularly a great fan of Mitch McConnell, just like I'm not a big fan of Nancy Pelosi. These are two old hags that have been in you know Congress forever. And just padding their pockets and whatever. But I have to say, Mitch McConnell came through with an amazing speech uh, rebutting the whole thing with Biden, which I'm going to play a clip of uh, in a second here. But I just want to get back to what Joe Biden also said in that speech regarding the the uh, the right to vote act. And again, you know, the way they market things and the messaging and call it the vote to right act makes it seem like, oh, well, yeah, people need to get the right to vote. What they're not telling you, what he didn't say in the speech was that they're trying to federalize elections. As part of the Constitution, every state is supposed to be individual, okay? Every state's supposed to run their own election. If you want to give federal control of, you know, all the elections over to the White House and to the government, then the Republicans would never ever win another election ever again. And that's the reason why it's not a straight-up democracy. It's a constitutional republic. OK, this is not mob rule. Fifty one percent are going to rule over the forty nine. No, 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 no. That's not the way it was working. The forefathers put the documents together in a way to stop this ridiculousness. OK, but you see, he wants to talk about like totalitarianism and uh, suppression and racism and segregation. And want to uh, you know say that the, the, the half of the country are basically like Bull Connor. You know, a, a Ku Klux Klan like Grand Wizard do straight out of, his, out of this guy's mouth. And again, it's not him. It's the speechwriters and whoever's controlling him, his handlers. But still, at the same time, you know, we expect more from our president. Now, you can say whatever you want to say about Donald Trump when he was in office. You didn't like the way he tweeted or whatever, but he always kept it 100 with you. You know, he went into office running on the campaigns and the things that he was going to run on. And he did what he said he was going to do. You know he doesn't get credit for those Abraham Accords in, in the Middle East. He doesn't get credit for the unemployment rates that were, um, you know, absolutely uh, uh, the lowest I believe in like years and decades w- across all minority groups and women included. Everybody, we were doing swell in 2018, 2017, 2019. Everybody was doing great pre-COVID. You know what I'm saying? But that's what we have in the White House. Uh, Joe Biden is a uh, uh, the wackest. Worst president in, in my lifetime, I would have to say. And uh we lived through Barack Obama. And this guy uh, was giving him a run for his money. And I was just a little baby when Jimmy Carter was in there. But my mom used to tell me about the stories, you know, pre-Reagan and stuff, how they were struggling uh, in the late 70s, early 80s and stuff like that. But I digress. But I want to play this little video here from um Mitch McConnell to his rebuttal. And he makes some great points. Cocaine Mitch. <laughs> All right, check it out.
2: 12 months ago, President said every disagreement doesn't have to be a cause for total war. But yesterday, he said anyone who opposes smashing the Senate, smashing the Senate and letting Democrats rewrite election law is a domestic enemy. And listen to this a traitor like Jefferson Davis. One week ago, President Biden gave a January 6th lecture about not stoking political violence. One week ago. Yesterday, with the world's largest megaphone, he invoked the literal Civil War and said, we are on the doorstep of autocracy? Talked about domestic enemies? rhetoric unbecoming of a President of the United States. In less than a year, restoring the soul of America has become this. Agree with me or you're a bigot. Agree with me or you're a bigot. From lowering the temperature to invoking totalitarianism, totalitarian states and the civil war.
0: So there you go. You know what I'm saying? And this is what the Democrats do. They can never have any policy or anything to stand on. This is something that I keep sounding like a broken record when I say this, but it's the truth. And he said it straight up. It's like, if you don't agree with me and you don't agree with the Democrat Party, these progressive Marxists on the left, then therefore you are a bigot. Therefore you are a racist. You know. And if you're a minority... Therefore you are an Uncle Tom. Okay? Because you can think for yourself and we and, and and we don't need those handouts, so therefore you are an enemy of the quote unquote government, which I'm gonna segue real quick. That he is going to start a special uh unit, I guess, or division of the Department of Justice that is going to combat people that are quote unquote against the government, government dissenters, okay. This is what tyrants do. This is what communist countries try to do. Okay, so 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 that's the whole reason why this January sixth thing was such a big deal in the eyes of the Democrat left, because they wanted to use it as an opportunity to paint the picture to anybody that's conservative or that supported Donald Trump is now want to be labeled as a domestic terrorist. Okay? And and they have no problem doing that. Regardless of the BLM stuff that got burned down over the summer, regardless of the two billion in damages, and again, it was something like really four or five billion, the two billion number only came out because that was a number of insurance claims that came through. But there's a lot of small businesses and stuff that never got their business back. Okay? And you look at all the lockdowns and all the businesses destroyed during these last two years, and this guy's supposed to be the great unifier, and he still wants to uh, uh, form a Department of Justice unit to defend. Uh, the leftist ways and, and we'll try to keep them in power. So this whole thing is about power and control and uh, American people see it. That's why you see his, his, his latest poll approval rate totally hit the dumpster down to 33%. And again, I think that's something more like, you know, low twenties or, you know, under 20 I would I would say, but you know, as long as they're going to keep padding that 75% Democrat party, you know, that's fine. I think the Republican, whole approval weight was like two percent, <laughs> and even there, I'm like, who who are the two percent of the Republicans that actually agree with the job that uh, that this guy is doing? Man, I mean, come on, man, give me a break. So, is this the future of America? That's the title of this thing. You know what I'm saying? So we have nowhere to go but up. Okay, the whole COVID narrative is dying out. The Omicron thing is dying out. Uh, people are waking up. By the way, uh, if you can check the shirt out right here, I don't know if you can see this on camera. If you're on Instagram, it's backwards. But uh, I had this idea the other day because I went to pick up my son from school. And uh, I'm just bugging out at everybody there, all the parents. Outside, it's like, you know, a good, what, 78 degrees on in California, sunny day, 2.30 in the afternoon. And everybody's walking up with masks on outside. And that just totally makes me sick. So I told the wife, I'm like, look, um, I'm going to make a T-shirt today with the actual warning label that's on the surgical mask that you guys are all wearing. Can you see it? It says warning. This product will not provide any protection against COVID-19 coronavirus or any other viruses or contaminants. Wearing an ear mask does not reduce the risk of contracting any disease or infection. It's got a picture of the, of the mask right here. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, social media company platforms, all you guys, Facebook, YouTube. I did not say that. I'm not a doctor. This is strictly just something that comes on the box of the Max that we are mandated to wear to even go get a hamburger uh, at Wendy's or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So appreciate the skills. Shout out to the wifey. Got this done on sublimation today. But anyways, I digress. Um, I want to contrast Joe Biden and what he's talking about in regard to the way he wants to run the country and the way he thinks of America and wants to run America. And I want to go to what I was talking about in the intro here about Ron DeSantis and the way he ran the state of Florida, and he did his state of the state address. Now, I want you to listen how he totally dismantles everything he does in the first intro. Okay, so I want to talk about... Uh, his little intro speech first. And then he he goes into like the businesses in Florida and he talks about education. Again, his speech was like 30 minutes. I just snipped up, uh, in three different sections. So the total is going to be probably about three minutes. So bear with me, but I just want you to see what a real leader sounds like. Like this is the, to, to run. I do love Trump. Uh, Trump was good, but I kind of feel like he was the bull in the China shop. He was there to like wake everybody up to, to, to the game. Um, but right now, again, like I said earlier, the, I am the first one to criticize a Republican. If you are out of pocket. Okay. And right now I think Trump is a little bit out of pocket. So if he runs in 2024, he's going to get the nomination. Nobody's going to challenge him. And, uh, you know, I'll probably obviously going to vote for the guy, but I don't like with all the stuff that he's pushing the mandates. I mean, excuse me, he's not pushing the mandates. Excuse me. That was incorrect, but he is pushing the vaccines really hard. He's still like, I brought the vaccines out and, and I brought the boosters out. Everybody should get boosted. But at least he does say that I'm not going to mandate it. But I just wish he would kind of just lay off of that. Okay, uh, We're getting to the point now where the United States should have natural immunity right now. Um, these, these unconstitutional mandates from Biden should be going away based on the efficacy of the boosters and the, and the efficacy of the first two jabs. It's already been scientifically proven that they're not working against Omicron. Uh, you had the, the Pfizer CEO say that, and I played that video the other day, which I believe they even took it down off YouTube. So I'm glad I got my clip, (laughs) but, um, getting back into Ron DeSantis, let's listen to what, um, Ron DeSantis says. And I just really want you to see the difference of, uh, of the leadership styles between Ron DeSantis and, uh, Joe Biden. Check it out.
3: So many around the country have consigned the people's rights to the graveyard Florida has stood as freedom's vanguard. In Florida, we have protected the right of our citizens to earn a living, provided our businesses with the ability to prosper, fought back against unconstitutional federal mandates, and ensured our kids have the opportunity to thrive. Florida has become the escape hatch for those chafing under authoritarian, arbitrary, and seemingly never-ending mandates And restrictions. Even today, across the nation, we see students denied an education due to reckless politically motivated school closures, workers denied employment due to heavy-handed mandates, and Americans denied freedoms due to a coercive (laughs) biomedical apparatus. These unprecedented policies have been as ineffective as they have been destructive. They are grounded more in blind adherence to Faucian declarations than they are in the constitutional traditions that are the foundation of free nations. Florida is a free state. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Teflon Ron, man. Teflon Ron. Yo, that is what a leader sounds like. Now, look, he just dismantled everything that Biden has done and gave a great synopsis of America in literally like, what was that like a 45 second clip? And that was just the intro to his speech, but he's kicking knowledge and truth and facts. And this is what we need in America right now. I think America's really hungry. We're starving for a leader to come and do it. Now I understand that the executive branch of president isn't going to be the person that's going to change everything, but it is a figurehead. Okay. And, so, and the thing with Donald Trump is that when he came into office, he gave uh, uh, a sense of hope for regular people, man, middle-class people. They were tired of the whole Obama stuff. They were tired of the, of the ridiculous elitism and everything that came with that. And uh, Trump came in and was just like a breath of fresh air for regular hard-working Americans. You know, make America great again, bring the jobs back here, and uh, Ronald Santos is going to bring some stuff uh, regarding that in this next clip. But um, what, what really stood out to me in, in that whole thing was just him talking about the Faucian mandates, right? You talked about the Constitution. When's the last time you ever heard Joe Biden bring up the Constitution? You even had the Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor the other day talking about uh, 100,000 people, 100,000 children are in the hospital because of COVID and most of them are on ventilators. Okay, you're supposed to be talking about the Constitution and how the mandates are not constitutional. Instead, you make up these fake news facts and, 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 and actually bring them into the court like it's an argument. Okay? We need to get away from that. We need to get back to the constitutional republic that we have always been. Um, Now, you know, your values or whatever you particularly like, that's up to you. You don't like the Judeo-Christian values of the Constitution and how we were founded. That's up to you. But nevertheless, that's what this country was founded on. That's what those documents are written about, uh, the inalienable rights of man given uh, given to us by God, not by the government. And see, somewhere along the way, the Democrat Party has lost that because they're Marxists. And they're communists, okay? They do not believe in uh, the Lord. They do not believe in God, the Lord Jesus Christ, and all that kind of stuff. So that was just a perfect example of just bashing Joe Biden in literally, like, 30 seconds. And he goes on here to say in this next clip, he starts talking about the business in Florida. Now, I was telling my wife, I was getting hyped up, but I was always doing the research and putting these videos together. I'm ready to move to Florida, man. I need to get my change up, babe. We, babe, I know you're watching in the room here. <laughs> we got to get our stuff and get out there. And it's, that's, the, that's the crazy thing, too. It's like almost better – Dave Rubin was saying this today. It's almost better that if he just stays in Florida for another term after next year and then uh, just holds on the state and keep that state free, like Texas and Florida. You know what I'm saying? Because – it's kind of like if you just have a problem in your state, like we live in California. So if you have a problem in California, it's better to just move out of state. I mean, I think if you take Ron DeSantis out of Florida and put him as the executive branch president, yeah, I think he could do a lot of good. He could probably, you know, help out a lot as far as like, you know, overall policy and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it comes down to your state governor, you know, and your local city and your mayor and stuff. And I guess I'm, you know, really living at the short end of the stick out here with uh, Gavin Newsom out here as our governor. I mean, we could do a lot better. That's for damn sure. But um, here is uh, the next video uh, clip here where DeSantis was talking about uh, the businesses that moved to Florida and that are flourishing. And, and, you know, they have no income tax out there, too. And, again, California is sky high out here. So check out what he had to say about the businesses in Florida.
3: tax and the lowest per capita tax burden in the United States. (laughs) Job creation in Florida is far exceeding the national average and our labor force has increased six times faster than the nation's as a whole. We also lead the nation in business formations which have increased by 61 percent since I took office in 2019 and in 2021 Florida has already seen 114,000 more new businesses than second place California, even though California has a population that is 40% larger than ours. Freedom works. And while our economy is the envy of the nation and our state is well prepared to guard against future economic turmoil, the truth is that our nation is facing economic problems stemming from reckless federal policies, especially the most sustained inflation, our country has witnessed in decades, federal government has borrowed and printed unprecedented sums of money, and the bill is coming due
0: yo Ron DeSantis is the man, baby trump, but he 's like even better than baby Trump because he can still hold his own without getting, like, emotional. You know, like, again, Donald Trump is a shrewd businessman, and, again, all credit to him, and I'm not really dissing on him or anything. But I just think at this point, if we have to have a choice, you know if Donald Trump runs, it's going to be just, like, mad darts on him again. And, uh, you know, the the CNN, MSNBCs of the world, these fake news outlets, they would love nothing more than to have Donald Trump run again so they can just bash and trash him all day long. Now, they try to do the same thing to Ron DeSantis, though. And he ain't having it. Like, his wife has cancer. He's been doing cancer treatments with his wife. And every time they try to throw darts at him, he just is like, bing, bing, bing. That's why I call him Teflon Don. I actually call him Baby Trump, but that's old school. Now he's Teflon Ron. I need to get that patented. I'm going to get a shirt made up, too. And by the way, speaking of the T-shirts, uh, I'm going to start putting up some stuff with a code. And uh, with the Omicron code. So check, your, check the ProWood7.com slash merch store if you're watching this on replay or live. Tomorrow, when I wake up, or probably before I go to sleep tonight, I'm going to set that up. You put type in Omicron, you get 20% off. And I'm going to have this new join up right here. This is what you need. Again, segueing again, I'm just free-flowing right now. i just thinking about what happened today. Today was a very interesting day for the family in regards to this. So uh, so we went in to go get some, some groceries, the wife and I and my son, to uh, the local store around the way, the grocery store. And, uh, you know, we're walking up, and then my wife forgot her mask. You know, California over here, they don't play around with the mask. You got to have the mask on. So uh, we go in, and then I'm like, well, you can have my mask. And you are like, whatever. So we start to walk in, and the lady's walking out. She's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Nobody's really wearing it that much anyway. And I'm like, oh, see, cool, because they, they drive me crazy. You know what I mean? So we walk in, and I'm like, I'm not going to wear my mask. You know? The wife went back and got her mask, but whatever. We walked in, and nobody said nothing. There was a couple other people walking around with no masks. And, again, this is California, California. So, listen, all it takes is, like, a couple of us to stand up in your local areas. I mean, I go to all the other stores and 7-Elevens and all that kind of stuff. I don't wear a mask. I really don't get out much, to be honest with you. But I do tend to put them on because I don't want to be that guy and be the jerk. But the reality is is that people are looking around at other people to do it first. If you're the one that's going to do it first, then that will inspire them to do it. Because the only way this is going to stop is if you all take your mask off. Okay? Stop complying. And uh, this shirt would be a good way to do it. You know, and people's like, where's your mask? I'm going to be like, it's right here. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to be putting this shirt up. You know, this is fire, right? Right. So, um, I'm going to play this one last clip from Ron DeSantis and what he was talking about from the state of Florida. And this is where he talks about the education in Florida. And if you remember, he was getting a lot of heat and backlash because he would, he didn't want to close down the schools and he was not making mass mandatory because he actually followed the science. He followed the science He didn't go off what Fauci said. He went off the data, okay? And again, this is the thing that they want to say on the left, that they're the party of science, but they're not. Just because you yell it at the top of your lungs through your megaphone, CNN and Don Lemon and Rachel Maddow and all these fake hosts that are just getting the paycheck and don't really care about telling the truth because they're not real journalists. Just because you have these people saying that doesn't make it so. Okay? High information, high research people like Ronnie B., like you guys, that watch the pro one seven podcasts that listen to the Kelly conservative podcast. You understand these things and that's why you listen. Okay. So listen to what he had to say about education real quick. And then uh, I think I'm going to wrap it up after that. Check it out.
3: In pockets across America, schools are closing. Once again, these closures are enormously destructive and they will not be tolerated in the state of Florida. Florida has led the way in putting our kids first. In the summer of 2020, when it wasn't fashionable, we made clear that kids needed to be in school. And we faced opposition from hysterical media, from unions and the politicians they control. We even faced lawsuits aiming to close the schools. But we would not allow fear.
0: Uh, sorry, guys, I'm having some technical difficulty with the Internet session right now, late night. Everybody's playing video games in the back. But uh, basically, he just goes on to say how he kept the schools open. And he had a lot of backlash and he got lawsuits and stuff like that. But um, Florida is rated like the number three in the state or excuse me, in the country in regard to the education. He goes to further talk about the teachers that really helped out that have moved uh, some schools from failing all the way up to uh, uh, to getting an A grade as far as the, the whatever statistics they're using to judge these schools. So, again, the guy is a great leader. Just look at the contrast between him and Joe Biden because it's night and day, and that's what we need in America right now. I think a lot of us are thirsty for truth. We're thirsty and hungry for somebody that's not going to be afraid of these big corporate corporations, so... God, please have your eye and guard this man, because if if he really is who he says he is, again, he is a politician. And uh, you can really only put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. You can't really, you know, bank on what another man says. But when you look at the alternative and Joe Biden and the Democrat Party and everybody and all these things that they're trying to push as far as policy is concerned, there really is no other answer and stuff like that. So the midterms are coming up. I hope you guys are ready for this. Get ready for the bombardment of all this uh, other stuff. Every time there's an election cycle coming around, the Democrat left is going to start talking about racism, racist Republicans, racist this, white supremacist that. They already started. Joe Biden already started doing that with his voter suppression uh, speech that he made the other day. So be on your P's and Q's and be ready for that because you know what's coming. But do not be afraid to stand up and speak the truth. Now is the time. Now is the time to get with your family members and friends that are on the other side of the aisle with grace and mercy. Like I always say, talk to them peacefully explain things to them. Don't tell them he told you so we're not the haters like them on the left. We're not wishing death on the vaccinated, like the way they're wishing death on us. Okay. They're not hoping that we, uh, die because there'll be less MAGA supporters. Okay. We're not those people, you know, we are God fearing, uh, Bible believing, Christian Americans that believe in truth and traditional family values, traditional American values. We rep the flag in the back because we understand this is the greatest country in the world, and I believe that is the American future that we all really, really want and that we all really, really need. We need a revival of this kind of thing, and it starts with you and me, man. Just like that grocery store, me not having a mass today in Albertsons probably else tomorrow to go somewhere and not wear a mask and then you know it's just gonna extrapolate on and on and on and then maybe we can get through this thing especially in a in the wax state of california but i am still blessed to have the lights on and make videos so i ain't gonna complain too much about it right (laughs) so anyways thanks for checking out the live video i really appreciate it those of you that are listening on audio only i appreciate the support Uh, please share this out with your friends please like and subscribe make sure to hit up pro17.com check the merch page i'm going to have some new stuff up with a 20 percent discount with the discount code omicron that should be up t- as soon as tomorrow afternoon all right so always remember the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge fools despise wisdom and instruction don't be a fool don't be a leftist and let's make america great again y'all god bless I'm ready to be out peace check who's on the tracks next never have
1: fast